Welcome to the Healing Courageously podcast, where we engage in open, honest, and healthy conversation about everything from addiction, abuse, and recovery to marriage, family, and spirituality. We hope you find this podcast helpful. Our goal is that you will find a new way of living as you look closer at yourself in these areas of your life, which will lead to a happier and healthier you. Now here's your host, Randy Boyd.
Welcome to the Healing Courageously podcast, where we engage in open, honest, and healthy conversation about everything from addiction, abuse, and recovery to marriage, family, and spirituality. We hope you find this podcast helpful. Our goal is that you will find a new way of living as you look closer at yourself in these areas of your life, which will lead to a happier and healthier you. Now here's your host, Randy Boyd. Another podcast back again with my buddy, friend, brother from a different mother. Um, hold on a second here, Randy. I don't know what's going on here. Hold on, hold on, Randy. What are you doing? See, we're, I think I, I just thank God is Eddie that's, that I'm doing this with because he's a good friend, and this is uh, my only my second interview I've done. So there's a I'm working on some issues. I don't understand what's going on with the screen. But at any rate, Eddie's a man of a lot of grace. I'm grateful for that, as he proved to me on the ride across America. Lots and lots of grace he gave me. So um, here we are. And I don't know why the screen's cut in half like that, but I'm going to leave it because you can see me, you can see him, and that's all that matters. And you can hear us, I hope. So anyways, we're back. We're back. We're back. I want to thank everybody for joining us on this episode of Healing Courageously, where we're going to continue our conversation from our last episode. And this episode will be called The Right Across America Mission. And it was a mission accomplished. (laughs) I don't know who had the bigger mission, me or Uncle Eddie, to be honest with you. He had to take care of me, so that that could be a handful of times, huh? Um, so it's you know last time we talked a lot about the ride, uh, different areas we went to, some of the experiences we had, spiritual experiences, the changes, uh, how how much we both changed. Uh, to to myself, I still don't understand all the changes that took place. I mean it was I mean it was really spiritual for me. I'm out on the bike in the open air. But you were able to spend a lot of time, as I, as both of us were, you were spending a lot of Eddie time and experiencing a lot of areas and sites that I was un- unable to see because you were in the truck. And I know almost every day you came back with a lot of exciting adventures you had in, in, you know, experienced during the day. And then when we got to, uh, was it Dave Kern? Right, he donated that beautiful six-bedroom house in the middle of the forest in Pennsylvania, and uh, as you can see on the on the opening, uh, the Cocoon Coffee House, where we met Kim. Remember Kim? Yes. She's got, she's got a story. So uh, it was quite the adventurous from the time we I just flew back to look at everything you were interested in, and then planning the trip, and then all the adventures. Good. Well, yeah, I, I won't say there was any bad adventures. They were all good. Um, nah, it was frustrating sometimes, maybe on my part, but um, I was the one pedaling. You were behind the behind the windshield. So, <laughs> but you know, it, it's. I know one of the big things in Eddie's life that changed, because he he told me what he was going to do at the end of the ride with with his spouse and. But I, I want to hear more from Eddie how, number one, you saw the truck in that opening as I was driving away after I dropped him off at, you know, at his mother's house back there in New Jersey. And you know, my wife and I, we were headed you know, for a trip across, back across America in my truck. And Eddie was headed to the Jersey Shore for a little while and have some fun and visit his mom and dad. But I kind of want to hear from Eddie the, the changes that took place in his life as a result, maybe during, but definitely as a result of doing what we did. Because you, you can't, I, I don't believe a person can go across America like that. Whether me on my bike or whether you driving, and, and you know, you're such an outgoing person. And I think that was a, a big plus for this trip. You know, um, we made friends wherever we went. But I also know that you spent a lot of time with you and God 
in that cab of that truck and a couple of the you found a couple old churches along the way that you were really excited about you know um so you know what kind of changes what kind of changes and what was probably the most important change that happened to you on that trip and then we'll talk about that 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 last day you know when i dropped you off and i was just like you know now what i think we talked about now what you know so um yeah well i mean you know what was it like for you boy i have to take a deep breath um you know the emotions that still come up of of joy and uh it brings tears to my eyes to see those pictures and 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 to think you know where we are today i i still can't believe we're coming up on our five-year anniversary i want to start off the call again by saying thank you i i want to say thank you to you um i'm so grateful randy you know I, from where we've been in our lives, I think that, you know, just to reflect and complete gratitude of it all, which, you know, if you were to talk to you and I some years ago, right, that really wouldn't be a a tone. I know it wouldn't have been a tone for me. You know, you know, it's interesting, right? Because this really highlighted for me, solitude. Yeah. Not isolation, but solitude. That's good um, That's good. Big difference, right? Big difference. Big difference. Because we we were not isolating, but we were in solitude with God, a mission. You know, our missions were intertwined, but, you know, you had a mission to get to that next point and what was going on with you. And I had a mission to make sure that I was vigilant and taking care of you throughout the day in many different ways. Mm-hmm. You know, it's funny, those, those, these things in the back of me, right? Another thing that we never realized about one another, we're both graduates of rapport. Yeah. Yeah. And I really think that our experiences and our life experiences, it was a perfect coming together because emotional intelligence for this trip, you know, which, which really, you know, needed our life's journey to really be able to accomplish, you know, when to laugh, when to make a joke, when to keep quiet, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. When to be serious, yes. you know, this all played out, you know, um, and, and and it was such a master class in emotional intelligence um, that I'm so grateful for. It's made me a better friend, a better, better husband, a better, uh, a better man, you know, um, because it, 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 it allowed me to learn to the, the push and the pull, you know, when to back off and when not to. Right. And, yeah. and also to put ourselves out there out of our comfort zone and to take some chances and, and because they don't always work. But the benefits is that we learn from it. So, you know, I, I just, this, this, you know, that last trip into Holly, into Cocoon, you know, the interview, we're coming down. It's like, wow. And then that picture, mission accomplished. Yeah, that was great, yeah. Grabbing you, like, it was just, wow. And, yeah, we spent a couple of days, thank you to Dave, mm-hmm. right, and, you know, it's kind of interesting because we ended up where I thought maybe I would end up. That really wasn't God's plan. So I actually got to get a little closure on that mm-hmm. um, and say goodbye. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then we drive back. Kathy's there with you. And, you know, it's kind of this moment, Randy, right, where you and I are filled with all of this stuff and everybody coming in. Mm-hmm. I was actually a little nervous because like, you know, you and I were like on this. We were so yoked. Yeah. Yes. Good Good term. Good term. Yes. Very much. So. And then the experiences and, you know, I didn't want to kind of people are looking at me like, you know. <laughs> so, you know, you we drove back. And you dropped me off. That picture of I took a picture of you leaving the 
the Rite Aid in Sayreville, New Jersey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My hometown where I grew up, kind of a culmination of a lot of things there, some things to put the rest there too Mm -hmm. um, with this. And that was taken on July 29th, 2017. That picture. And, you know, as you left... And I had that guidance, that change, like I told you. But first, I was like, ooh. You know, even as extroverted as I am, mm-hmm. ooh, I needed, I needed some space. I needed some time. So I did go to the Jersey Shore for three days straight myself. And I didn't say a word. Mm-hmm. I got a coffee and a bagel each morning and I sat there and I, and I just looked at the ocean and I was grateful. I cried. I, I laughed and you know, it it was such an intense moment. And, and then I slowly tried to, you know, I was home, uh, you know, share a little bit with my parents and they're just looking at me like, you know, Oh, this son of ours, you know, like, what are you doing now? You know, but, What I was really gearing up for, Randy, was the return home to Arizona to Michelle. Right, right. I have been gone now for eight and a half months. You know, because before that trip, right, I was in Pennsylvania. Right. From January uh, and off and on even before that. But, you know, I got, got home and really just preparing myself like I told you, I got guidance on that trip to go home to your wife and say yes to yep. whatever she wants. <laughs> and, you, and you spoke that to me. And, yes. And I've told you several times how proud I am of you because not only did you speak it to me, you've done it and it really shows in your life and Michelle's life, wife's life. Yes. Yes. I, you know, that's the another benefit, right, of having such a dear close friend because you can speak those those really inner things mm-hmm. out to one another, um, you know, be, and, and, and also to have a friend like you that knows how to, I think that it's, it's interesting, right? You can say things to people, but then you have that special, special person in your life that knows how to accept that. Exactly. You know, exactly. that, that, that's, that's really to me what makes it because it's not like, you know, you weren't like, dude, you're going to go home to your wife and like that, you know, like, you know, like, you know, like, oh, oh yeah, that's true. Have, you know. yeah. Right. That's true. But it is, right? but you, right man, right spot, right? Yeah. All we've been through, you're like, all right, yeah. you know, and, and encouraged me. So, you know, gosh, you know, I went home and it, it got to Scottsdale. Um, wow. It was like, you know, you felt just like a different, it was like, this isn't the same. Nothing's the same. Nothing will ever be the same, no. which is great. Change is good. The onion layers have, there's some onion layers that have unraveled. And, and I went home and, and I shared that with Michelle. Mm-hmm. And, um, but the first thing she says to me was, would you like to go hiking and camping? <laughs> right. <laughs> and you went where? Right. So first hike. Right. She's got me going up this Tom Thumb mountain. Now, you know, meanwhile, you know, I'm filled with everything I ate across America. <laughs> that will never be forgotten. Oh, we got lots and lots. Of, we, could, we could do a movie on that with the pictures we have. We really. Yes. That'll be another. That's another podcast, right? Oh, that'll be another one. Yeah. Uncle Eddie eats. But, you know, I'm filled with chicken fried steaks, Zeus burgers, you know, everything. And I'm trying to go up this mountain, Randy. And it's like, it was like the last days of Elvis for me, you know. I couldn't, I I had to stop. And so, but I started. Right. And I said yes. And I went. Um, So, uh, you know, Michelle planned out you know, this trip and here we go, right? We're going to drive to, um, Big Sur and, um, we're going to go up to a place called Tree Bones Mm -hmm. and we took a nice journey up 
and then that highway was shut because of the avalanche and we had to go through an army base over the mountain which then reiterated all of a sudden this eddie has trouble with heights and driving with cliffs oh my goodness you talk about you know where did this come from i struggled my goodness when you were coming down Rome. <laughs> oh my gosh and that's where it really came out on me and i'm like what is going on so um i had to pull over michelle had to drive but anyway we went you know on this great trip to tree bones and we had a little tent you could hear the water you know and we really started getting to know one another again really um and then we, uh, of course, stopped at our, then drove down to San Diego and we went to our favorite little beach spot um, on the West Coast in Del Mar. We, we had our Del Mar pizza and uh, then went over to a little place uh, and camped some more. And it's funny, Randy, because camping is not, you know, it was never, I, you know, we never camped as kids. You know, never did that, you know, road trips, yes. But so, you know, I was out of my comfort zone, but I had to honor what I said, what God, every time I obey God's God's guidance, he, all right, you're going to trust me. Okay, I'll show you. I'll reveal it, right? And uh, it just began this beautiful journey and, and we got home from that though this great trip and I'm hiking and I'm camping and I'm, I'm saying yes. And so, uh, Michelle and I, interesting enough, Randy, right. Um, I wasn't ready to go back to church. Okay. And I understand that neither was Michelle, right? Like we were in this period. And, and so uh, every Sunday to reconnect us and with God, we we planned a beautiful hike in the mountains of Scottsdale. And then after that, we did a, a team building exercise as well and made a pizza. So I continued, we continued that. And we had so much fun. And and it was a different way to connect because we got so involved. I mean, if you the intensity that goes over the 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 like the last six, seven years for me. You know, with with going back to church, getting involved, but then getting involved in crisis work for five years and all of that. And I just didn't want to, you know, I wasn't ready to get involved. Like, I didn't want to be involved. I wanted to, to get to know my wife again. Yeah. You know, That's so one ministry anyways. Yeah. No. Right. And, you know, that leads that's a really good point, because where I go and as a driving extroverted a type force i'll fall into i know i'm going to tell you here's what we're going to do right right and you know away we go and i you know when we talked about that word yoked randy i i didn't know what that word was truly going to mean until okay we're doing these sunday things but now deep down inside in my heart I was going, what am I going to do now? I had no idea. Like, okay, I say, say yes to my wife and I'm doing this. But I had no idea where I was going. I, I really didn't, Randy. I, I prayed like, God, you know, give me some guidance. Show me what am I going to do with my, you know, the next phase or, and uh, so I came back to visit with you and Kathy um, so it came back pretty quickly there. Mm -hmm. We had a couple of fun meals. We kind of caught up, went to church with you guys. Mm -hmm. And then Alina <laughs> comes and gives me at church this. Oh, yeah. And she gave me a frame with all our pictures. She had journaled every day of our trip. Yeah. And I thought. What a gift, right? And uh, with all the pictures, yep. right, from the trip. Shout out to Grain, 
uh, Grain to Glory f Flag Company who yeah. made that for you, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, just a, all this, all these pictures and all these scriptures and writings. And so I go home with that. And, wow. Okay. Okay. What am I going to do? <laughs> so I started applying for jobs, you know, anywhere. And it was interesting, Randy. I couldn't get a job. You know, like God said no. Right. You know, I, I said, well, you know, I'll go work at a clothing store. No. You know, I mean, you know, I was looking and I was like, ah. Oh. So I spent that time till December, Randy. And I finally said, you know what? I'm going to shut it down. I'm going to shut it down for the holidays and we'll see. And lo and behold, the 15th of January, I saw something on Facebook for a possibility of a job, but that entitled a move, right? a possible move to Texas. But here's what I, what, what, what saying yes and honoring God's guidance and the message to, to my wife, I showed it to her. And I said, look at this. And, but I said, I'm not doing anything without you. Right. Right. So if you don't think that this is even a remote possibility, I'll move on. Perfect. She looked at it. Right. I mean, this is not, that's not my own will. You know, Eddie, in a marriage, that's as it should be. Both parties, yes. both spouses, are going to talk and discuss it, like like you did, and honoring her wish, you know, is, I mean, again, your yes to all of this and being a husband rather than a bully, is reality, and a lot of husbands are just that bullies. I mean, especially yes, I I I, I don't I don't want to interrupt your whole thing, but. Ephesians 5.25 says, Husbands, love your wives as Christ loved the church, and Christ died for the church. So we're not to be their bullies. We're not to be their, all, you, this is the way it's going to be. We're supposed to love them like Christ loved the church, and Christ died for the church. So what are we going to die to on a daily basis for, for our, our spouses? And that's a great example of it, because you could have said, ah, oh, hey, right up my alley. Hey, guess what? We're going to go to Texas. I got a job. But you didn't do that. And the, the results have been, I'll let you chat, but the results have been outstanding. You know, Randy, I think too that, that my big, as I, you know, you and I are both in our 15th year of, of sobriety, but I got to tell you, like the step six and seven are the ones that I find myself, I had no clue with right. that early on. And I don't know, even know. You know, I'm still learning it, um, you know, still unwinding. But this is how it, it starts, right? With a breakthrough. Right, exactly. And an honor, you know, honoring something and saying you're going to do it and following through with it. And and so that breakthrough ensued, you know, and it was like this perfect storm because what God allowed to do with that was Michelle was in Arizona for 30 years I was there for 18 years and, you know, God was saying no and to things and, and opening up a door here. But when the door opened, I didn't go about it as a bully. And so here we go. I get on a plane and, and, um, you know, basically come home with a job. And so we made a decision, um, after, you know, prayer and thought. Let's pack up the U-Haul and, and then, uh, it's, it's so interesting, right? Because it was, you know, basically moving, um, at my sobriety date, it was like, all of that comes together. That's where I got sober, you know, and all of that colliding. And it's like, God closes that chapter and away we go, um, on our empty nest adventure, as I call it, yeah, exactly. you know, it was time. And so, uh, here we go to, here we go to Texas.
And, you know, we had downsized. We got a one-bedroom apartment. We sold everything and, you know, and uh, lightened our load in more ways than one, you know. Uh, and we found a great little place to, to, to get to know Texas and went on a journey. And you know what's been great, Randy? It was like Michelle had really for such a long time had covered me, had, you know, she with work and how she, you know, went where she went and, you know, I was doing the crisis work and, you know, getting beat up and not beat up and having these experiences, but they were kind, they were really on my own. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, now that I could look back at it. So, you know, now it's like, okay, how else can I honor? And I said to Michelle, I said, why don't you stay home for the first six months and finish your degree? Cause she, she works so hard and she has that discipline where I don't like she could work and she could go. But so we agreed on that. And, you know, I, I wanted to do that with her and, so here she goes the first six months, she gets 40 some odd credits in six months and then finds a job and then finishes up her degree. Um, she only had like 14 credits or something to, to finish out. So it was such a glorious time to celebrate her and celebrate her accomplishments. And she goes and she gets her, her, her bachelor's, you know, so she got her associates and then she gets her bachelor's. And, um, you know, she, she goes on a fresh new journey, um, you know, and, and to get like you watching somebody you love and admire, do something courageous, do something wonderful is, is, is the most beautiful gift that I could ever receive, you know, to watch that. And, and, and you know, Eddie, when, you know, you're talking about going back and, you didn't know how she was going to respond when you went back after eight months. I mean, she could have said, what are you crazy? You've been gone yeah. eight months. You want? And, and, and it just goes to show that, well, first of all, the Bible says that like, what God put together, let no man tear apart. And that includes, I also look at it, that that includes the spouses. You can't tear it apart, and neither can Michelle. So, but... Yeah, yeah, I know you know a lot about Kathy and I and our, and our thing, but the one thing that we always tell our, our, our couples that we counsel is that, look, we believe that every marriage can work out. Every marriage is, 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 made, is made in heaven. So the, the, it just depends. Do you both want it to work out? Because if one of you don't want it to work out, it's not going to work out. And then if you both want it to work out, are you both willing to do whatever it takes and do the work that it's going to take in order for it to work out? It's going to take, you know, a lot of times on the husband's part and sometimes on the wife's, but we're, we're, we're men and I know what I had to do because of what, you know, my mistakes is that it takes us completely surrendering. Say, okay, what do I got to do? What do I got, what do I got to do to make this marriage work? I've been a selfish jerk for so many years. I've been nothing but thinking about myself, so to speak. So I had to say, okay, what do, what do I have to do? What's my part to get this marriage back on the right track? You know, a lot of men say they want that, but then they don't want to do the work. And it also happens with women. But, again, it's that courage and that strength that I think that recovery gives us. And you mentioned poor leadership. And, and I got to say that I personally don't I, – I feel that if it wasn't for poor leadership, I would have struggled in sobriety. Because, as you know, rapport, they take you way out of your comfort zone, way out of your comfort zone. And so, you know, it takes, if, if we want to grow as human beings, period, it takes courage. It, it, it's, there's a, you got to have, you got to let the faith override the fear. What if she says no? What if she does? But what's the result of if they say yes? Okay. Are you more afraid of her saying no or afraid of a person saying yes? And then you're then all of a sudden the spotlight's on you to make sure that you follow through with everything that we're going to say. I think that happens a lot too. I mean, it's like, are you, are you, is there fear of failure or fear of success? Because success means 
more accountability, right? I mean, so it's like, what are you, you know, what are you really afraid of, you know? And I, I want to touch, because he said something like when, when, when we got back to Holly there at the cocoon, how we were all filled up. And I don't, I don't think people could grasp that. Again, it's one of those things you cannot comprehend something you haven't experienced. You know, you, 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 know, you just can't. I mean, you can't transmit something you haven't experienced. And there's a lot that goes on on those kind of trips like that. And I know there's been a lot of people right across America, and they're probably, well, what's the big deal? It's just America. Well, if you're on a spiritual journey, yeah, you know, it, it, it's, it's, it's a little different. And so it, it's watching you, you know, it, it was, was in, a la in these last five years is, is just like, dang, Eddie's, Eddie's doing it, you know? And Ed, yeah. just, I'll put it out there, Eddie's one of my number one advocates, too. He, he pushes everywhere he can to get me in there to speak. And because it's such a sensitive subject, you know, we struggle with getting it. They, yeah, 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 we want them. And then when it comes down to it, it's kind of another story. But it, it's just uh, the trip. Well, you know, that's. That's why I'm excited too, Randy, about, you know, some of these up, upcoming podcasts that you'll be doing. And, you know, I want to be able to, you know, introduce people to you. This is such a great way to do that, yeah. you know, and, um, and really talk about, you know, root causes and conditions and really getting down to the work. I still have so much work to do, you know, and I, I have to stay in it and um, constantly surrender to different things in my life. You know, like you said that, like the surrender piece, right? It's, you know, it, 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 I, I think too, like there's a piece in me that says, you know, I surrendered to this, surrendered to this. Do I really have to keep doing this? <laughs> right. Yeah. Like, I'm tired, but, but, you know, it's, it's, it's doing things like this with you. Right. Staying now, here's where the solitude can get like now if the isolation creeps in with what I just said, that's a danger zone. So staying connected in fellowship and doing things like the purpose driven life, you know, what could we do? Maybe somebody hears this and gets inspired to do something right. themselves. Right. We don't know that what seeds are being planted, right? God makes that decision and the individual that needs to hear it that day, you know, but there's just so, so much complexity to the word recovery, oh. um, you know, and, and, and when you, you know, when I share, you know, for the beginners, right. For the newcomers, right. It's like, you know, and that's how I looked. I was. Like, what do you mean? I got, you do really have to change everything. Everything. But, but like, when you say yes, like what, 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 what happened? It, it, you know, when I talked about courage and fear and stuff, I mean, planning that ride, man, it was, it was brutal. Uh, you know, it's like, okay, we got to raise the money. How am I going to raise the money? Money going to come in. You know I mean? It, it's, it took a lot of courage on my part. A lot. I, I walked in a lot of fear, and thank God for Kathy, who always reminded me, "God's got this trip. You're gonna be fine." She yeah. always reminds me of that. So I think yeah. that, like you said, as a newcomer, I, I remember walking in. You can do whatever you want in life from this point forward, as long as you don't drink again. Yeah. Right. And it's like you say, surrender, and then also every morning when we wake up, we have to make a choice. And yes. I think it starts first thing in the morning. What am I, what am I going to choose to do today? How am I going to choose to live today? Am I going to take that drink today? You know, it's a choice that we have to make. I think people go, man, how'd you do it? It's, it's not that simple some days. You know what, Randy? This, this word. Yeah. Right. I, gratitude is the is to me the thing right. it's because I tell people if I depended on happiness, I'd have drank and used a long time ago. Absolutely. 
I, I had someone approach me in my journey, you know, with working in, in different places. And, and, um, I had a 17 year old come up to me one time and say, how do you do it? And I went, how do you do what? Mm-hmm. He goes, how are you so happy all the time? And I thought, wow, okay, 17, right? Gosh, that's such a formidable age. And, and you know, you're like on this, like, I remember being 17 and being on this, gosh, which way, right? It's like you're on that razor's edge. And um, I says, well, you want the fluffy answer or you want the straightforward answer? He goes, give it to me straightforward. I says, well, I'm not happy. And he looked at me, you know, because, you know, there's this thing today, right, where you got to be happy, you got to be this, you know, your life is supposed to be all rosy, you know, you're supposed to go to Yale, whatever, you know, and, and, and um, he looked at me and I said, I'm grateful. I'm grateful. I'm not I'm not happy because I could have a a great day, a lousy day, an in-betweener, right? And if I'm grateful, I can get through the day with a nice, beautiful balance, you know? And um, gratitude keeps me at a compromise. So... You know, happiness is like, it's just an emotion that, you know, goes, but gratitude is in the heart, you know, it is in the soul, it's in the bones and the blood and everything. That's how I feel about it. So, and that's really, Randy, the, you know, I, I always keep that when something goes sideways, I, that's my word to ground me with God and go up. It's Mm -hmm. gratitude, right? So I've, I've practiced that a lot instead of having a trauma response or some sort of, uh, you know, uh, you know, to stay out of anger, you know, or to right. That's my mechanism. That's my coping skill is to immediately go to gratitude. And I just have found, you know, to collect, a couple one days at a time with that. I, I think, you know, for a person that lived in that trauma for many, many years, you don't even think about gratitude, right? And so it's a great, great way to stay, we'll say perceivably happy, right? Is, is to be grateful because as I look back 15 years, you know, into my recovery or, you know, the journey of recovery that, even through all the trauma, there was times that yeah, I lived on the beach, for God's sake. I was going surfing almost every day. I mean, I had a lot to be grateful for. Yeah, th- that's not discounting the trauma that I went through by any means. But it was like even today, I can't stay in that trauma. Because if I stay in the trauma, what am I missing? You, you know my family. You know that I'm missing. So it's important. I think that it's a good note to end on. Uh, we're running out of time. But... Um, that we do stay, look every morning when, when you wake up, if you want, you know, those of you that are watching this, have a little journal by your bed. And every morning when you wake up, just write down three things that you're grateful for. If it's the same three things every day for a week or two, it, that's what it is. But be grateful for them. And then I would say the first week, take one of those things and say, why am I grateful for this? Why am I grateful? Because it's easy to say I'm grateful, but why? And then, you know, as that gratitude list grows and move it up to two or three different things that, you know, I'm grateful because, right? So I think that's a good way to start a day. And then, you know, even during the middle of the day, if you get sideways, I think the most important thing, Eddie, is having men and women, men with men, women with women, is having a man, I'm going to talk for us, that we can have these kind of conversations with and not feel like we're, Weak because we're not weak. I always say this: only a weak man hides his weaknesses. Only a weak man hides his weaknesses. It takes a truly strong and courageous man to talk about his weaknesses. So, Eddie, we got a couple of minutes. Eddie works at Casa Colima, right? I want I want to make sure we get you a plug in there for them real quick, and then we'll. 
Yeah. No, Casa Kalina treatment, Waxahachie, Texas, right? That's where God's brought me. The the journey continued. Uh, and we're really helping, um, you know, men 18 and up, um, you know, substance abuse, mental health, but really a focus on trauma, uh, inner child, father wounds, really doing the work, Randy, right? And, you know, something that I know you, you believe in completely with doing the work and addressing the why. Right. Why am I hurting myself, right. you know, with, with substances, with, 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 with everything that comes with it? And uh, I'm really excited, you know, just for you to have John on and, and, and to go deeper on that. But I'm just so grateful that, you know, Texas, by saying yes, but by doing this in, in the right way, um, I can't believe it's going to be four years uh, this April that we'll be here. I mean, we have been, it's just been so incredible, Randy. Um, I, I call it a comeback. Yet it's been a major comeback, even going back to 2008 and, and all of that yeah. time with yeah. finances and everything. So sometimes quickly, sometimes slowly. But, you know, I'm so grateful for you, this trip, these conversations. And who knows? Maybe we'll do it again. Yeah, I'm, I'm hoping so. I'm hoping well, they're building so. that trail, Randy. They're they building are. that trail. And you know what? I'm not going to let the old man creep in, man. I'm still trying to heal from this no. bad of COVID I had. And I want to get back on the bike sooner than later. And, and uh, hopefully, yes. hopefully we'll do it, man. I mean, it was a lifetime. I, I, every time I look at the pictures, man, it's just like, oh, it just brings back so many memories. And a lot of times when I'm riding my bike, it's like, mm, I'm just going to keep going east, you know, and just go where the wind takes me. So, yes. Um, but yeah, Eddie's been an integral part of my life now for. Well, since 2015, 16, right after, right after I um, published my book. So yes. 2016, and um, so I'm grateful for him. I'm grateful his, for his willingness to say yes. And, you know, you mentioned John on the podcast. I'm excited because I have three more really good podcasts lined up. Thanks to Eddie being my... my he always pushes me, and he's always out there hustling for me. So on... Uh, it will be released on January 27th will be um, Melissa Kavanaugh, who wrote this wonderful, easy to read, but yet very powerful book. Say, please write back. I mean, it is just, uh, it's her life. It's her story, correct? Yeah, it's her yes. story about her life. Yes. It's really a powerful. So we're going to have her. That'll be, uh, that episode will be on the 27th. And then on the third, I'll have, I, I believe it's the third, we're going to have Stephanie um, Cochran from Green Shoe. All right, so I'm Green Shoe Foundation, yes. Green Shoe Foundation. And then on the, looks like on the 10th, I think it'll be released, will be John Campbell, who is the CEO and owner of, of where Eddie, Eddie's working. And like, he, you know, we were supposed to do that back in September when I got COVID. It didn't happen. But he's like me. He believes in these getting to the root of all the causes of these issues because drugs, alcohol, even a lot of mental health, it's just the symptom. It's, it's not the problem. It's the symptom. So we need to get to the underlying issues. We need to know the why in order to fix the, 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 uh, the symptoms. So yes. thanks again, as always, for joining me. Man, I love you a lot. We're, we're, he's still trying to get me back to Texas, and I don't know. It might happen. Who knows what's, what's going on right now? Um, my son Gary, he's we were with him yesterday. They're moving to Arizona, so you know we'll see. Only oh, that would be oh, that yeah, would be yeah, fantastic. Yeah. I know it would yeah. be. Yeah. It might be dangerous, so. Yeah, we probably gain a couple of pounds. Ah, yeah, I'm getting a lot of trouble. But maybe you can get me on a bike. Well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, hey, don't laugh. It might happen. You know, you don't have to go fast. So, um, oh, thank goodness. So, if you want to know more about what I do, life coaching. And my, my foundation, CourageousHealers.org, CourageousHealers.org. And then my life coaching website is ChangeYourLifeStoryNow.com, ChangeYourLifeStoryNow.com. Don't forget about my books, Healing the Wounded Child Within, excellent book for men, women, and family members of uh, sexual abuse survivors because um, it does affect the family as much as it affects the victims. And that 
Keeling, The Wounded Child Within, is available on Amazon. My 30-day devotional, The Wholeness, which is a great devotional for couples to sit down and read together. Um, that's also available on Amazon. So uh, we look forward to seeing you on the next episode. Eddie, I'm sure we'll do more. I mean, it's it's inevitable for you and I. It just happens. So um, I can't wait, Randy. Yeah, I can't. I can't wait. So you know, you know, be you know, be fun. Maybe we can get a couple of our uh, people that we met on the trip. Wouldn't it be neat to get their perspective on like who are these two guys walking in? What do they do? That would yeah, be. We can work on so. that. I think I all right. Four, Let's do I it. Up to four people on this on this thing. So yeah, this year we can do that. Yeah, we'll have to right. into that, okay? Yeah. So until next time, everybody, remember, nobody tells you they love you today. Randy does, and I know Uncle Eddie does too. So everybody, be blessed. Thanks. This has been Healing Courageously with Randy Boyd. We will have a new episode every Monday. Please like us on iTunes or Google Play. If you would like to know more about the services available from Randy, please visit him at changeyourlifestorynow.com. Thank you for spending time with us. We'll see you next week. And remember, if nobody tells you they love you today, Randy does. This has been Healing Courageously with Randy Boyd. We will have a new episode every Monday. Please like us on iTunes or Google Play. If you would like to know more about the services available from Randy, please visit him at changeyourlifestorynow.com. Thank you for spending time with us. We'll see you next week. And remember, if nobody tells you they love you today, Randy does.